0: Hello, welcome to Tall, Dark, and Fictional, a podcast about romance fiction by romance writers. I'm Kat Wynn. I'm S.J. Tilly. And today we have a return guest uh, who, who I just said must have a fetish for being on this podcast to come back. Is this our only return guest? No, Gabby.
1: Oh, me and Gabby are just the the horny birds.
0: We have just, she's been like pitch hitting uh, for the podcast, but please welcome Ellie Mae McGregor. Again, Ellie Mae, so happy to have you back. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello,
1: everyone. Um, Yeah, so besides having a massive fetish for the Tall dark, and Fictional podcast, (laughs) um, I am a Bookstagrammer um, at bisexual underscore book nerd. Follow me. I'm shameless. Um, mm-hmm. Or don't if you don't want to watch a lot of really ridiculous uh, Instagram stories about reality television um i am a romance writer and a romance sensitivity reader and just a general loud person on the internet
0: that's great i mean can't hate that no you <laughs> can't argue facts so there you go definitely follow ellie may bisexual underscore book nerd and um if you need a sensitivity read person to go to yeah. how about that hit me
1: up hit me up my email's there
0: Perfect, and we will also drop that information in the info part of the podcast. That I am a hundred percent positive nobody has ever looked at once in their entire lives. So that's okay. You like... never
2: know; it's going to start someday.
0: <laughs> Today we have a very, very exciting episode, which um, we are all bringing our own specific expertise into. Which is, this is our very first Ice Planet Barbarian podcast. Wow. Yay! Oh,
1: I'm so excited. No one's, no one's. I literally like have. <laughs>
0: been hounding cat a little, bit, a little <laughs> no. bit i mean i asked you so no
1: that's
0: true say? but then i was like i a barbarian yes it
1: barbarian.
2: And, well, <laughs> and was the hold up in this whole thing because i had not read any so i have finally read and only the first one so you guys are free to talk about the rest of them and i'll just sit here and pretend that i've read them i have not gotten to them yet because there's like fucking what like 22 there's so many. So many.
0: There are so Sometimes many. Sometimes I
1: think too many, but also maybe Last not.
0: Me. Uh, because <laughs> it also, yeah, it starts to veer off into other worlds. And it starts with Ice Planet Barbarians. And I think they just call it Ice Planet Barbarians. And then it goes into Ice Home, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then there are some dragon spinoffs. What yeah, the of-
1: dragon series is a whole other thing. Like yes. that's, the dragon thing isn't really for me, but there is a dragon in Ice Home. Yes. Did He's you our read one? I did read that one it's he's bananas
0: that was the veronica's dragon yep yes yes, yes. and he's like
1: just the most arrogant horn dog you'll ever meet (laughs) okay
2: excuse me when i go start that book because that one sounds
0: (laughs) you would love that one um but for this for purposes of this podcast we did read the first one let's start with you sj since you are brand new to this world in the words of d'angelo how does it feel it felt
2: strange man no it was great um (laughs) I love all weird shit. Like before we start recording, we're talking about lines. I have very few lines. So like banging aliens is not, it's not a hard no. It's a, it's a pretty hard yes for me. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. I have read... So before, I've always been... I'm going to go on a tangent here, guys. Okay. So (laughs) rewind 25 years. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I've always been a huge reader. And I've read a ton of sci-fi. Like, I love sci-fi books. I love, like, alien books, whatever. So this was a fun twist for me. This is the first alien romance i've read i know that there's not many but i've read a bunch of weird shifter stuff paranormal Mm. stuff fantasy stuff but this was like the first actual alien romance but for me there was like a good nostalgia there because it brought me back to like other series that i love and it's actually like makes me want to go reread other non-romance alien books because i'm like oh this is fun i love this world (laughs) so like the world building stuff is fun now i will i will say i feel like this book could have been twice as long To like Mm. really build up because there's like a lot of times and I would would talk to Kat. I'm like, oh my God, how did it go from this to that? (laughs) You know, like, I mean, it was a fun guilty pleasure type of alien story, but like I'm here for like all the world building and there was some still really some fun world building in book one. But like, I also could have been like, well, how did that happen? Like, you know, so there was definitely times where I'm like, I could have used more
0: (laughs) Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. But I, yeah. I would say, Ellie Mae, I don't know if you would agree with this. I think that the world building really unfolds with the rest mm-hmm. of the books a lot to the point where I think we're in a different place from where we started, although the core is the same by like book yeah. 27 or whatever, however many fucking yeah. books there. Um, funny you say you know. nostalgia. Yes.
2: You know, when she wrote book one, was it planned to just be like one and then it like it blew up and she wrote a bunch more? Was there like a space between one and two or was she always like, I'm going to write like a million Fucking books in the series
0: i i think they were there was several released at once
1: yeah there there were so she's uh if you ever uh want just to really get into the soul of ruby dixon you gotta read her author's notes they're always like 20 pages long and she'll be like anyway here's why i wrote the story um and i love it like she'll be your personal friend if you just read her author notes um but yeah interesting i'm not sure about this one but like as you go on it's like it's like her letter to her fans i feel like and my understanding is she started not realizing exactly how many that they were going to be because there are like several so for folks who don't know there's something called a resonance which maybe we'll get into oh, but sure. it's basically yeah it's basically like you're little, little symbiote wormy telling telling yourself that there's another little wormy out there and another person and you gotta fucking make babies so anyways that happens really quickly off the bat for like several people um and she didn't assume she would was going to write books for them so the, like the later books are all like flashback books which i don't um, think was intentional um so definitely there was some like oh i didn't know it'd be as big but i think the first several books like you said were kind of really rapid fire releases and were planned insider
0: inside baseball right here
1: inside baseball i mean it's anybody it's all out there on ku you just gotta
0: <laughs> You just got to read it. Okay, so many people, like book reviewers, have been like, I read I read every author's acknowledgments. I read their dedicate. Not, could not be, less me. I don't uh. read <laughs> One thing. I know nothing about the authors ever. The most I ever looked up a writer was the first time I read an Eve Dangerfield book, like, however many years ago. Mm. Like, one of her first. I was like, who the fuck is this lady? And I got to find her. <laughs> and then I looked her up on Goodreads. But I have never once read a Ruby Dixon acknowledgment which are like her notes and um regretted learning lessons yeah
1: yeah. You gotta, you gotta, uh, it's a, it's a really interesting deep dive. So I recommend it.
0: Yeah. That's like a good, like scholarly way to go about your writing too. Cause you're creating context.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like I, I feel like I'm a scholarly consumer
2: of
0: Ice Planet so. Barbarian. I, so. I love so. this title for you. That's great. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Ice Planet Scholar, Ellie Mae McGregor.
1: <laughs> it feels right. It feels right.
0: It really does feel right. And I want to touch on something you said, SJ, which is Thank <laughs> you. Um, you said, like, nostalgia. This gives me nostalgia for sci-fi. This, these books are so nostalgic, in my mind, of a time where aliens were all, like, big and green or little and green. Like, they actually have little green men in this, uh, yeah, yeah. in the beginning that are the villains. Or they're just, like, these, like, monstrous and grotesque aliens. Or they're just, like, these hot, big, blue aliens, a la Earth Girls Are Easy, which is one of my <laughs> favorite camp movies from the 80s.
1: I have never seen
0: it. I've never seen it either. You heard it here first. I am going to write and Earth Girls are easy retelling but more on that later polyamorous because there's three there's three aliens anyway it does give me like very very nostalgia vibes very camp and you've got to go into it with that so let's talk about the story a little bit (laughs) here's my understanding Uh, women of the age 22
1: (laughs) Just that age. Only, yeah. oh, only women. One.
0: Yeah. Like that's so young, by the way. Oh um, yeah.
1: I wonder if Ruby was like, that's a fertile age. Maybe.
0: It must well, be. Because let's the breeding kink is like strong, right? Yes. Like it's here. Yes. So in the like nuclear family kink or whatever you want to call it, that's what it feels like to me. <laughs> but like so women have been abducted at the age of twenty-two by these little green men on their spaceships because they're essentially going to sell them as slaves to various other aliens across the U.S universe but you're not allowed to usually go into like earth the earth sphere i think yep. that's part of it too but that's like illegal so there this is like black market all the way yes okay so i'm good so far okay so then <laughs> just checking, making sure i remember so fact they, checks. yes like yes thank you the scholar the ice plant scholar is helping me here so they uh But they decide we're going to get more money if we can get more cargo. So we're going to get extra women on this uh, flight. It's all very disgusting and gruesome. And um, where we start the, where we start is, man, I know SJ, you said it was like a little too short, but we start in the thick of it. And this shit, like I couldn't put it down, honestly, because I was like, oh, we're in the like no lead up. Here we are. Let's go. How did you all feel about the kind of grimy, disgusting details that we start with? Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I can
1: go. Um, so, I mean, there's a gosh, so there's a really big, like, just saying it, right, there's a really big sexual assault scene on page, yes. in the book, not, however, in the Berkeley version of the book. So we took it out. Yep. Oh. oh. Yep. So it was a thing, and I think Ruby, my understanding is sort of was like, yeah, I was trying to be edgy, and, like, looking back, that was, like, probably too
2: far.
0: It was a lot to start it it a lot. with. It was a lot. It was, it was a lot. Lot. I was physically, because I was listening to the, to the audiobook, and it, I was like, upset. Yeah, when I, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: When, when Alien Mae says assault, she's talking about a gang rape by aliens yeah. for yeah. a woman who makes too much noise. So Yeah, it's
1: a, it's a yeah. lot. It's, like, fully on page. Um, And she, like, later, like I said, I think was like, yeah, that was, like, maybe too much. I was just trying to be, like, edgy, um, which, like, there's... That doesn't end there in the series, but definitely never gets that point again. Um, And normally when I recommend... Like, before the Berkeley book came out, when I recommend this book to people, I will say, like, start when they crash on the planet. I'll even say, like, search on your Kindle... Like this word, um, and really, and I know, like, SJ, you just read book one, like, you can start with book two. Absolutely. <laughs> like you know, if yeah. it, like, <laughs> like you literally, she'll like do like kind of a recap, um, so you can start with book two. I think it's also a stronger book. Not to put a damper, put a damper here, but but like you're saying, I think there's so much like we land on a planet exposition. Also, there's this alien. I'm falling in love with him, maybe, and we're doing it, but oh my gosh, other stuff's going on, right? Like it's not really like a solid romance because it's like all the stuff is going on. Um, though I'm team back, doll. I All like right. him. Okay, I like him. I don't know. He's just, he's just, I liked, to... him. I liked him too. Yeah, cool. like he's just like a hot sweetheart. He doesn't have a lot of personality. That's yeah. okay.
0: Sweet alpha. Um, yeah, sweet alpha. Um, gosh, what was the question about that? <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic podcast moment.
2: <laughs> so oh, man. I will say, like, because yeah. you're asking about like, the nitty gritty, the dirty. Like, yeah. it was.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, it, I appreciated the actual, I mean, it was gross, but I appreciated, like, the realisticness of, like, all these women using a bucket and yeah. the dirtiness yeah. and, like, no one's clean. And then they don't just brush it off because, again, like, I will stand historical romance and I love them, but no one really addresses the fact that you've showered or bathed. Once a month, and everyone's gross. So like, sh- they do address the fact that like she's like, I'm literally covered in shit after like the cra- cr- crash landing, and like things are gross. And I'm like, okay, th- thank you for addressing this. And then she mm-hmm. puts her dirty clothes on after like bathing in the river, and you're like, oh god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh clothes. yeah, no
1: Ruby. That's one thing I actually love about Ruby. So like, I think the like actual like physical like and sexual violence of the whole thing. It's like, did mm, would that need to be on page? No. Um, and like I said, uh, if you like purchase the physical. A physical copy of the Berkeley books is not in there um and I think that's a totally fair choice but uh yeah Ruby likes it just like she's not afraid to get it like dirty and grimy and that's the thing is like yeah like it would be gross yeah. They don't, they don't, I don't think they like physically like shit a lot in the book, but they definitely have to take pee breaks. Like they're always going out and pissing in the snow. Yes. Um, which I appreciate. She like has, there is a point cause I've always wondered like for a while cause they always shower. They got their soap berries. I'm like, okay, who's brushing their teeth? They do have twigs. <laughs> she does get into it. But this is okay. Like just a little bit of Ruby lore. Um, in her other series, uh, gosh, what is it even called? I don't know what it's called. But she has this really long fantasy series called something and something. Anchors and something. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, what... there's one. There's a part where they're on a ship and they're like in the bathroom and there's like a rope that they use. It's like a shit rope. And you use it to clean yourself. Oh. And oh, I, no. And literally. Oh, sorry. I'm making. No, I'm no, not bringing up no, no. But literally in her author's note, she's like, this is a real historical fact. I got so excited about it. No. Uh, So yeah, Ruby's not pulling punches. She's a real one. (laughs) She is. She is.
0: I will say something very controversial, which is the sexual assault, the full on sexual assault on page scene in the very beginning I thought it was terrible. It should absolutely be content-worn, trigger-worn. But I thought it had a place in the book. Mm. Weirdly. Now, mm. And normally, I almost never say that. But something about that, I think, brought real fear and terror when I was reading. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it I think it brought a little, weirdly, weirdly to say, it brought a little, a level of um, seriousness to her book that yes. I was not expecting. And I do think after the fact, I don't love the way everything was handled with the sexual assault but I do think in other books she did handle it really well um, with some of the characters recovering from even having witnessed that or having experienced yeah. it themselves. So. I know that's yeah. controversial. It really upset me when I was listening to it. Get me wrong. I mm-hmm. was like physically yeah. ill, but I was also like, I don't know, for some reason, like this feels like it can belong here to me, but I'm totally for them taking it out also. Like, go for it.
2: Okay. My problem with it is that I'm like, would these aliens really want to fuck this girl? Like, <laughs> like that was like really when I read but, that but, scene, but I'm but like, that's
1: yes. also the premise of this entire yes. series. It like, is. Ruby's entire
2: world. <laughs> like the resonance. Like, isn't that like they want to fuck him because of that? No. No,
1: so 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 which that, Yeah, mm-hmm, that's the question.
2: That's the question. So yeah. I'm so the aliens that kidnapped them. Like I mean, I mean, unless they were, I guess, I don't know if they were being stolen to be sex slaves. So my thought they was were, like, yes. oh, okay, because as so soon as I read that, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, wouldn't they just rather like beat them? Like, don't we look disgusting to them? Why would why would they want to? Yeah, fuck no, a human?
1: no, no, no. Ruby's whole premise or whole world is that Earth girls are hot shit. Yes. <laughs> like, like Earth girls are the hottest bitch in the universe. Nobody oh, okay. here. Um, yeah. No, 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 that's Ruby's well, I guess whole premise. That's if I read on. Yeah, I mean, this, okay. but this is like because she also has like a Corsair series that's like space pirates, and they don't have resonance, and they're still like horny. Mm, so
2: okay. they just bang um, anything. Okay, all right, fair, fair enough. Saying, yeah. yeah. Um, but
1: I think that I mean, I I I I see, hear what you're saying, Kat, and I yeah. think I think it should have absolutely had a content warning, and it does now. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really sucks is that Kindle often skips you to the beginning. It doesn't put you at mm. the content warning. Yeah and so you're not you're if you're not looking right you would miss it um but also i think i don't know i think as as like also a writer and as a studio reader and i think a lot about like what is traumatizing a reader and like what is necessary but i i do think that one of the really glorious things about this universe and i don't think it's something we really get to in this book is how much these blue boys are pissed about gender-based violence they're so angry they're so angry when they find out that this stuff happens and it's like very, I don't know. Like it feels good. It feels good. Validating. It feels so validating to watch these like big buff men just like punch holes in the wall because they find out that like people could be like women could be abused.
0: Because it doesn't even exist on their planet.
1: No. They're like, what is that? I don't understand.
0: Because they don't have capitalism.
1: No, they don't. That is, that is. I <laughs> we knew I, that. I knew we were going to get there. Ruby, it's Ruby's your Sweet. It's why we the series. is so great. If doesn't exist, my favorite. This is just a side note, and it's so far from here. It's literally an ice home. That's okay. Do but there, it. There is a there is a book where the heroine is a stripper. I don't oh. think Ruby crushed it. I don't think she nailed it. <laughs> However, <laughs> when the heroine is trying to explain like what it is. The hero is like, what's (laughs) money? Straight up doesn't know what money is. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, what's money? What is money? And what else I will say I will
0: add to this, which say which is that everybody has a place on the ice planet, which is something I really appreciate. And people who are like with disabilities also have a place, but they also yep. take care of everyone. So it's not it's not that like it's not this like zero sum game, like you contribute X and then therefore you're allowed yep. to be here. It's never like that. Um like so I and I think that does come in later in mm-hmm. the world building but uh definitely something i've held on to as i've been reading
1: yeah because i appreciate it
2: i love well and so i did i started on audible and then i Mm -hmm. read it and then i finished on audio because i was just in a time crunch to to hurry up and do this and so i kind of did both so the part i missed on the audio which i should go back and listen to because i'm curious because it was really fun to read was before they had their like translation whatever thing done Mm, mm -hmm. was when you're like in his perspective and like the mumbled jarbled words that like she's saying but like reading it like phonetically even though it's like all fucked up with like a bunch of like F's in a row or something you can figure out what she's trying to say and like I thought the part was fucking hilarious and I don't I need to listen to it to see how like that translated too but like I really appreciated that because when it's like you're we know what she's trying to say but you're like from the alien Mm -hmm. perspective he doesn't know There is, I'm going to also tangent here, a book that I, I haven't finished, and it was really good, and I need to go back and finish, but it's called Transcendent, I think, but it's a time travel book, but it's the woman who's like a current day woman i guess i don't know where she's from because this okay other sidetrack here i listened to this on audible when they had they used to have a romance program where you could like download unlimited right and then they stopped that and i had this book when they stopped that and then i like lost it and i never like went back to repurchase it so that's why i haven't finished it because it was really good so anyways this woman somehow falls back into time i don't know if we ever get it from her perspective because it's always from the male perspective and he is like caveman time like language is not a thing like, he doesn't speak. <laughs> it's
0: so fucking. This is crazy. a Presley Cole book, also. <laughs> it is. This, this Malcolm Slane. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Malcolm I was say no. say. Yeah,
1: maybe.
0: Yeah, kind of. But, like,
2: but it's so funny. Like, I laughed out loud so many times because he's like, she you can hear, like, he's like, you know, she's saying these things and you can kind of get partial, like, understanding yeah. of it. But the person who's there is just like, oh my God, I need to see this is. This book, if nothing else, Planet Barbarians has made me want to go read so many other books too. <laughs> I mean, that it. is a
0: benefit. Let's talk about, we brought this up a little bit already, but let's talk about resonance. And first of all, perfect. She coined that term perfectly, I think. Yeah, yep. that was good. Um, because what do you feel with another person when you're very attracted to them, when you have something in common, I, whatever it is, like whatever's happening in you, whatever pheromones are existing, like it does feel like you're resonating with someone like I think it was cool that she used that and it's like also it was such a delicate gentle thing like it purrs the the symbiote purrs in their chest although it makes them go like absolutely buck wild but like you know (laughs) just like the idea like in your heart like your heart is like purring for somebody
2: and they can't hide it that's no but they don't too. and they like, have,
0: they will not want to they don't have any shame right. in that way yeah
1: <laughs> right except for the humans will want to
0: right <laughs> yeah well we often. come with our shame
1: <laughs> yeah we yeah we inherited that right uh, We can't it honestly <laughs> um, um yeah i mean i think that the whole like i mean it is very it creates a very heteronormative universe <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's very like breeders. Yes. Um. Yeah. However, I think just from like a I don't know like a reason like a reason that all of this would be happening. It's like really well done. Mm-hmm. I think compared to maybe its like counterpart. Um. I just think yeah. Like it's it's so well done, and you're so like like the like your chest like purring for me. Like it's, it's so cute. It's, yeah. It's very. It's for a book that has as many content warnings as it does. I think mm-hmm. it is one of the most. Like wholesome series that you will find.
2: I agree. Well, and like it gives you that fated mate, that one true mm-hmm. love, and like you say, that reason is there too. Because otherwise, like, what fucking reason does she have to not try to leave <laughs> this planet? You know, other than like right. he's like my resonance. You know, like, and I love that he calls her that too. It's not just like the act. You know, it's like being called
0: my love or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh no, my and resonance like, is so That's good. great. Oh, that is goodness. great world building, in my opinion. Just that yeah. that vocabulary alone. It's, she even does it with names. So for instance, mm. uh, Georgie is a name you say all in the front of your mouth. Vectal is a name you say all in the back of your mouth. Georgie is very closed. Vectal is very open. And I just, it's like the things fit together, you know, they're different, but they fit. And I don't, and God, I don't remember exactly all the things. And I know like Vectal does, he doesn't behave well, <laughs> according to our standards in the beginning. <laughs> no, no,
1: he doesn't. Which I think we should, I think we maybe should have a little bit. Let's do it. Um, He behaves well. Okay, so, so well, first I want to comment like super quickly on what you're saying about like their names and like, I think, so like I'm a pretty big linguistics nerd um, and I think Ruby is like doing some really cool work. Um, In a way that I think a lot of, like, science fiction, especially, like, romance science fiction, people that don't necessarily want to get into the science fiction of it. It's doing a lot of cool work. Like, how, like, so if you read the audio, and I think it's also written out, like, they can't say Georgie. They say Shorshi. Right,
0: right. Um,
1: But that's, like, a real linguistic thing. Like, if you don't grow up hearing a sound, you often, like, can't recreate it. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing I thought was so cool, and I feel like I, like, yelled about it, and people were like, I don't get it. It's (laughs) why it's this cool. But they say hands of days instead of weeks. Because, like, why would they have a week? And, like, humans are not humans, aliens, too. Like, we're yes. built to so things things happen in tens because we have 10 fingers.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they, but they have I think eight, yeah, eight fingers. Yeah. So yeah. they
1: have hands of days yes. instead of weeks. And I love Things it. like that. And eight days. Yeah, week. and I'll AJ week. I mean, every day's a weekend, though. And i on and Every day's a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um but she also what else oh she also does like just talking about SJ you know the like the the language stuff she does of like the like garbled language that we can understand but it's showing right that they don't understand there's so many like plays on words like I'm thinking of um this is like way later but there's like a part where one of the heroines like tells an alien to fuck off and he's like you want to fuck like great <laughs> like, <laughs> <you're>, like win <"When?" laughs> and like she's like just always like pulling like humor in these like ways um I just think Good, like really fun and interesting. Um, but okay, Here so we're going go. back we go. to the an actual technical sexual Definitely that is yes. kept in the book. Um, where we wake up Georgie wakes up and Bechtal is going down on her Um, and she is like lol like I've gotten kidnapped and like should be really upset about it but like his tongue is great and like okay Ruby never okay Ruby yeah like this is a lot of times I'm I'm, I'm reading this series and I feel like I'm I'm someone who's like such a diehard Ruby fan but there are also so many times where I'm like Ruby (laughs) why (laughs) why did we do this (laughs) Uh, and I mean I think the thing is is like and I don't want to like justify it because it's not like it's not okay Obviously, at all, and I was a. I don't know why Ruby made that choice, but um, like in in Ice Barbarians culture, I guess the idea of like not following through on a residence is like nothing. Like, w- like when you have resonated with someone, it's like okay, like it is consent. It's but the aliens also learn that it's not. Right, and, and that's something that I think happens very quickly, um, the learning that it's not <laughs> consent. Right. Um, but then this, like, one time, it's like, that's how you meet that, doll. <laughs> um,
0: um, so, to me, yeah. that was – I know this sounds fucking weird, but to me, that was – harder to get over than the initial like on page assault and Mm -hmm. because Bechtel is your hero. So anytime you put your hero in that position, real tricky business because how do we redeem him? And I think you're exactly right. I think it's, it becomes more than a culture clash because it's not just culture that's different. There are two different sentient beings. So we're Mm -hmm. really working off of different universes. And Mm -hmm. I guess that's how you get away with it. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know if it's something we should be getting away with, but...
2: I mean, definitely her internal dialogue makes you... Right. feel not okay about it but like she like you say like she's Georgie's laughing it off and she's like I should probably stop him but this feels really good you know when like really you're also like if you woke up and yeah. some alien was like had his mouth between your legs I don't care how good it feels you would instantly be like oh my god and like yeah. you know stop that yeah
1: and also is that, is that the first time
0: she sees him right yeah yeah, yeah cause she's been passed out cold yeah he, yeah yeah yeah, Wait, yeah. She, she, was put, covered, she walks
2: into a trap is and that... he was like covered in fur so she just sees like a fur creep come in right. this is the one okay the one thing i told you i highlighted <laughs> okay <laughs> wait for it this was because then once he like stands back up and they're like talking <laughs> she's like look and so now she's describing how he looks because this is when you find out about the horns and everything else Love it. and Always. then she also sees that he has like fangs right like he's got like yeah some sort of fang and then <laughs> she just uh, says, I hope those are for chewing vegetables. I tell him brightly, like, <laughs> and it's just that like exactly. that's part of her
0: personality too,
2: right? I mean, she always is like these like fucking comments that she says, or sometimes I'm like, bitch, like be angry, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. when she's like just laughing stuff off, but I still, I, oh yeah, I lol that that one. Like, look, you want to get the story moving vegetables.
0: along, you got to get people yeah. true true. over that true. Shit. I mean,
1: and, and I think that's that's really what it is. I mean, the reality is like, okay, you wake up. Let alone an alien is going down on you an alien is in your presence yeah. like i'm shrieking yeah, yeah i'm yeah. shrieking right. i'm kicking i'm running away i'm like what is happening right like it's not like a ha 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 i should be yelling it's like that's an alien yeah. right like yeah. that's not a human creature it's a different species right. we
0: never however seen they've already seen some aliens so I'm this wondering. sure they
2: have they have they have but this is a whole different type of alien right
0: it's a hot alien though i am very as with always and with all romance novels i am so interested in the idea that we make all monsters hot and and it's just like Mm. blows my mind this idea of like he's a monster but he's hot he's a huge alien but he's like a gentle hot anti-capitalist you know what are you gonna do
2: this is because we are the generation that grew up on the original Beauty and the Beast. And, like, mm, yeah. the Beast was way fucking hotter than whatever prince when he came back. Everyone, I don't know, a single person that wasn't disappointed when he turned into his human form. You're like, this guy, this <laughs> guy. A big,
0: a big fail on Disney, Huge Star. fucking
2: letdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, I think that's true. I will say, though, um, and I this is, like, a book I feel like I'm constantly evangelizing. Um, if you haven't read Strange Love by Anna Ghire, he is, like, a full, like, bug monster. <laughs> like he's not cute like the, like and she navigates that like so masterfully um and that's like a space rom-com it's Just, I want everyone to read it all the time. Rom-com monster, Um, all right. Yes, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's romance, man. I don't know.
0: I almost, I have a darker theory about this, which is that, and this is more like, um, specifically if you are seen as a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Men are predatory monsters to you. So Mm -hmm. why not just uh, own that (laughs) and create your own Mm -hmm. fantasy from
1: it, you know? Yeah. Or
0: there's so much about women- being abducted in the world right like yeah always being abducted especially being sold into some kind of sex trafficking prop like thing so it really taps into real fears um yeah and but what if that happened to you what if you were taken from your home and abducted a very real thing that happens to people and then but then like everything turned out really well for you I mean, <laughs> like,
2: you're loved, said, yeah, it's <laughs> an alien <laughs>
0: Why, like, it's like saying this is my greatest fear why don't we just turn it into a really good time a romp a fantasy yeah. um yeah. like a beautiful romance
2: no i was gonna say that's no it's super true and like i mean a lot of people a lot of people feel that way with like dark romance and a lot of people find healing and stuff in that you know like because you know you're getting that happy ending yeah right yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's like figuratively and literally
1: Um. I also think that there is something about like well one right making them monster something positive but I think also when you're thinking about these aliens like like let's be real like these are they're like the scariest most giant most badass could like rip your head off people right and like proximity to that is safety
0: true and
1: so I think like that's so much of it like if you're in love with the monster who can fuck with you
0: that's right oh yeah super is this proximity there. to the the patriarchy that's why the patriarchy. that's why they can't be capitalists though because then there's no patriarchy so mm. it, it, it's a little better in my opinion because there's no there's no patriarchy without capitalism oh for
1: sure yeah. for sure and and i think she she's often like there's no patriarchy but then the then the like the women are like but we won't hunt or why can't we hunt and they're like yeah. so you're fragile looms. <laughs> some of them but do but i think some of them do but i think and this is way in the future and i'm sorry should, but okay. if you read i think if you read Farley's book, so Farley yes. is like the one. There's two, there's two where the both people are aliens. Um, and one is Farley's book, and she is like raised on the Ice Planet, which is called Not Hoth, which is a whole thing. Uh, um, but so she's raised there, and I think we see from just like her outward existence how little she has been influenced by the patriarchy, and it is like honestly stunning to read. It's not everyone's favorite book, but I literally was like shook from it. Like, just what it what would it what? it would be like to be able to grow and exist outside of the like capitalist patriarchy
0: I read that one and I agree I was like wow this is fascinating to yeah. to just even conceptualize at all also her love interest pretty hot I was like right, oh yeah right, Ruby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. No, that, that was, I think that was so great. I think yeah, it's great. She meets him tits out. He's yeah. like, what is happening?
0: <laughs> it's very great. good. The premise is great because he comes from a planet where you have to be like fully covered all the time because of germs. So it's a great premise yep. in my opinion. And she's, oh. and she lives in this like environmentalist place where everything is like sustainable and you know, she's like free to live however she wants. And he's even lost his ability to withstand cold temperatures, I think. Isn't that
1: right? Like global warming, guys. Well, no, he's. I think he's just not like built for it because yeah. they've been there for a while. Like he doesn't right, have right. like a symbiote universe. He also has like several uh, prosthetics. That are like messed up from like, I think they maybe get worse in the cold. It's a, it's a great book. This is, we're talking about book one, but when you get to Charlie's book, it's a whole like breakdown of the patriarchy and it's great. Book one, it's probably, it's it's still, we're still a little in the patriarchy there. We're still
0: working it out. We're still figuring it out. out. It's like the pilot episode of a TV show, I would say.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think thinking about, um, when you're talking about, uh, Georgie just being so fine with everything, Liz for
0: book two is not.
1: Right. (laughs) She's so not fine with everything. Um, So I think that's a fun juxtaposition.
0: True. And my favorite of the beginning series is the third book with Kira. And Mm. Kira is our lonely girl, 15. She is a sad, traumatized, feeling like nothing about her is right kind of person. And I love, is it Ihaku? Ihaku? Yeah, something like that. And he's like this happy-go-lucky guy. Um, Oh my God, that one made me cry, straight up. Oh, I cry in a lot of these. So do I. So let's talk about the story some more. Um, we did touch on this, but what's really fascinating to me as a writer is to have two characters together who can't understand each other. And that mm. when I was uh, initially reading this book, I was like, surely the mechanism of which they can understand each other will happen sooner rather than later. But no, that shit just, I mean, like three quarters in, I feel like.
2: Yeah. It was so, Took to to the fucking end it was like at the end when like they finally rescued the rest of the women that that happened but by then they're like in love and she's fucking pregnant and they're like
0: all right well yeah That is my one gripe with the book. I really hate the pregnancy stuff. It really freaks me out. It's it's. I get it though. I get it. I'm not saying don't do it. Also, <laughs> I mean this
2: too. I mean to go with like Georgie being cool with everything. She's just like, oh, I think I'm pregnant,
0: and then she's like, mm, well, I guess I'm staying. And you're just like, it doesn't. This doesn't freak you out at all. <laughs> Monster baby, a, a literal yeah. Rosemary's baby happening here, and <laughs> like right, and uh, she's 20 fucking two years old. How big True. is that child?
2: Like that would add my. I'd be like, my vagina, what is, God. do you have C-sections here? What is this? But, but they
1: got that cooey, that good healthcare system you got in
0: your body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that, That'll be like, fine. your
0: vagina just... <laughs>
1: Give it a day. Give it a day. It's gonna snap to right that. back. Oh my That's God.
0: right. The kui makes them healthier. And then there's Asha as the healer. Is that right? Is her name
1: Asha? No, Asha is the Asha is actually um one of the main characters of one of the books. Who's She's the, the one that had I don't, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. There's yeah. a healer.
0: Yeah. Um and then here's the thing I thought was really interesting. And um is that, so Vectal, when he sees Georgie, he's he knows she's dying. And yep. there's another thing, so there's a, a clock running out as a as a reader. He doesn't seem as concerned about it as I feel like he should be. I feel like he's a little laissez faire about just, like, getting them He's through, very
2: like, confident right? that he could do this, though. <laughs> Maybe right. that's
0: what they're, it is, right. To be yeah. honest, they're
1: both pretty laissez faire about everything
0: happening. Little but facts. Also, facts.
1: That, that in itself, I think, is a romance trope of, like, the world is falling, or falling down around you, but yeah. you, like, make time to fuck. Like yeah, that, like danger <laughs> bang one hundred
0: and one. Yes, and but what I found to be the most disturbing thing was that he would describe her dead eyes because Ugh. she didn't have the blue glow. And think about yeah. if you actually saw, think if you saw another human with like eyes that you would describe as dead, you would not be like, yeah, let's, I'm gonna fucking go down on you in a cave. Oh god! <laughs> no, you
1: would be concerned, but yeah. but I mean to be fair, like that thing makes them so horny, and <laughs> and and the best the best taste in the world, the best uh, taste in aw, the world. I hate
0: that so much.
1: <laughs> the taste of your of your resonance, makes Yeah, cunt. right. I don't know. They definitely got. I was gonna say they they caught something else, but they basically don't. It's like con exclusively. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's the most delicious thing. So we gotta gotta have a taste, I guess.
2: Yeah. Those eyes, though. Like every time he made that comment, it made me like cringe like the dead eyes because that's who's like yeah she has dead eyes but i like but i can fix that and that too and i didn't realize that like they would actually glow when she got the thing but you know they do you know because that's like she like suddenly wakes up after she's like am i okay like well you have the blue eyes now and it's like okay
0: blue is the the color of my true love's eyes (laughs) in the morning uh yeah i felt that was I was just like thinking how strange that would be if you were actually in that situation. Mm. And picture this too. So one, like a hallmark of humanity to the the blue ice aliens thats that we're like missing bones and we're like very squishy. Think if you just saw like a blubbery thing without like arm bones or something, you know what I mean? That wasn't a a human. Yeah, Yeah, right. right? (laughs) Like like that just wasn't even a human. You would be like, that is off-putting. Like that's disturbing to me.
1: But I mean, it is, I also think in this case it is like the resonance, right? Like, yeah. like, because he's like, I know this creature isn't human. Well, it's not sakui, right? right? That's their like human, right? It's not sakui. Like, I don't know what it is, but I know it's mine. Like, I'm feeling this like resonance. um Really, they're like demisexual kings out there. They are. I mean- <laughs> I mean not really cuz they they would fuck if they had more uh more women.
0: Or they do they do have sex for pleasure with other people. But... They do.
1: They can have pleasure mates pleasure Right, mates, right. We find out eventually.
0: Even that does seem kind of demisexual cuz it's like a lot of them don't do it and when yep. they do it it's like this kind of very like like a thing they do together. It's not like a fuckboy right. thing. It's not like No. Yeah.
1: I think a haka was like the one fuck boy Do you think he was a fuckboy? All right. Well, no, he only had like one person to fuck. It was like Asha. Right,
0: right. <laughs> I did love um, him. Because,
1: because so so also for, for contact for people who have not read this book, um, which probably this whole episode will be confusing to you, but that's fine. Everyone's read um it. they had this like plague that like killed a bunch of people, like the cooey sickness, and it specifically killed a lot of the women. Um, classic Ruby. Classic, so naturally right? there's this horde of men who don't have any uh uteruses. Um. But so, so like a lot of the men are also inexperienced, just because there there is, hasn't been anyone for them until like kept sex with. So
0: that's why we need to have residents, because that's how you know it's going to be good. Because otherwise, yeah, all these right. like inexperienced men could be real troublesome.
1: True, that's true. But they're
0: definitely very <laughs> eager, eager to learn. They don't know how to kiss. They don't know what kissing is. Yeah, the, the most
2: mouth mating. mating.
0: <laughs> oh. The most accurate description. If not an
2: off-putting. I do love when, like, it's, like, that. so at the end, they're going to, like, save all the women that are still in the spaceship, and they're, like, spending the night there, and Georgie and Vectal are cuddled up in the side, and he's, like, starting to purr and starting to get all handsy, and everyone else is kind of, like, snickering on the other side of the ship, and the whole place still smells like shit, and they're just, like, she's, like, we can't do this now, and he still, like, just has such a hard time understanding, like, the whole, just, like, not wanting to have sex in front of other people people and he does he respects that you know like he yeah. he does get past the, the the forcible world to like actually understanding the fact that she doesn't want to like bang in front of people
0: even without being able to speak that language right but that scene yeah.
2: <laughs> I did love that when he's just like getting all into it and everyone else is like laughing they're like oh we can't leave her alone for five minutes you know she's banging the aliens Like, oh. I, yeah I
1: mean certainly like for for being a society where like sex isn't that prevalent but it also really is. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, they're living with their families. Like there's the gnarly doors. Like you kind of got to just be comfy with all of that. Could not um, be me. Mm-mm. No, but but I did want to bring up because I, I forgot. So when you're talking about like the fact that like humans would be really ugly, like that is what everyone thinks initially, right? Because because he brings her back and he has that whole speech about like you might think she's ugly.
0: that's so funny. I don't remember that. That's so funny. I remember that. Yeah.
1: So she yeah like I think I remember and maybe SJ you've read it the most recently maybe you remember but like there's something where like people are like snickering and like what even is going on with this and yeah he's like you might think she's ugly but she's the most beautiful to me like and that's yes. what I think of when they say dead eyes like I thought it was funny you're totally right like it would be creepy zombie but like ever, like I feel like you, normally when you're like in love with someone you think their eyes are beautiful and right. looks at her he's, like this is dead eyes <laughs>
2: No, he does. He makes a whole, like, proclamation speech because it's when he first brings her back to, like, his, his cave or whatever and everyone sees and it's like, who is this, like, fleshy little pink thing without any weird hair, you know? And, and he's like, she does have another patch of hair down between her legs and it's just like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's telling <laughs> she, everybody this.
0: <laughs> she has her third
1: nipple. Oh, yeah, God. Third nipple.
0: <laughs> the whole thing. Which it just goes to show you that, you know, it's findable. An alien found it. No problem. Alien's
1: <laughs> find the clip immediately. They're like, what is this? Zone yeah, right in on that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some of the notes that I had. Uh, I actually noted a point where I cried. uh, And that is when Georgie makes it back to all the women with Ectol. Apparently I cried in that moment. Which wow. makes sense to me because I love a good reunited moment. And mm. And I think that's another part like a lot of the stakes are really good in this book because so much is happening we have the countdown to is Georgia going to die we have the women who are stuck in a freezing cold like essentially like steel box and women they don't have, have anything died. Yes. Right. oh yeah we have somebody who um, has been assaulted and who escapes and oh too dark I hope they did take that out actually that was just that I was
1: don't actually think that they did and I mm. think that uh, they yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was a great call I don't no. think it it? I don't think it was a romance all. Right, right. right. It really wasn't. So just really quick, so basically one of the women um, was uh, assaulted in just like a really horrific way and ends up like being super traumatized and like running out of the middle of the night and freezing to death and they like find her. Um, and I think when you think about like romance novels in general and what you're expected to get like in an H.E.A. is that like the it's, people survive. It's yeah. not that, right? It's like she did Reserve that H-E-A-2. Right. Um, and I think it was, yeah, like Ruby trying to be edgy, but also like, uh, like this was book one. I don't know. This is where right. I think, I think, I think this was, this was very much a space of Ruby writing something without getting a lot of feedback and putting it into the world. Um, but I definitely think, uh, I, I don't think that they took it out. Not from my understanding.
0: That part was really tough for me.
2: It also felt, yeah. and this might be insulting, but like it felt like a quote unquote easy way to get rid of the assault yes because now like she even made a comment like georgia did like well she was having a real hard time after you know what happened to her so i guess now she's dead and now we don't have to deal with it sort of thing right and it was like right like this this woman this woman went through so fucking much and then just dies a horrible frozen death and you're like jesus
0: I think that yes, was my problem with it lot. too. Um, and look, I'm also going to say this as a writer, sometimes you take the wrong risk, right? Like it happens yeah. like you do sometimes. And I totally, I, I feel like she was still getting her sea legs on this story. I hope this doesn't come across as condescending. Cause I don't know, truly. I don't know what she's going for. Just, but just reading it from my own experience. It's like, you're feeling your way around this. Like, what is the tone of this story? Like what mood am I setting? What kind of stakes and expectations for the reader am I putting? Po- Am I setting up? And sometimes you start something that you realize isn't right and you just get rid of it, you know? But this was like a very disturbing, I, that was like a big trigger for me because you want exactly, you want her HEA. You want her yeah. to, you want to see this get turned around somehow so that you can right. trust it.
1: And she also has like, and, and I think in that moment, I feel like she, she like ditched her, right? She's yes. like, this is the easy way out. I don't want to impact yeah. this. I don't want to write this story. It's going to be too much work. Um, and then she, she writes that story with Tiffany. She did,
0: which I thought she did a good job with that.
1: Yeah. I, I think that book, I very much want Kindle to start at the content warning because it's a heavy book. Tiffany's book, I think it's like number six or something. Um, But, but right. Like she, she could have written that story and decided not to. And I think, um, I think it's a little disappointing.
2: Well, and I think that's too like with content warnings, but also like having the right expectations. Cause like a lot of times people see ice planet barbarians and now it's been talked about enough that I, people know that mm-hmm. there's like dark shit in there. Like when I first look at this cover, and I I guess I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know if I've read the fucking blurb. I've just heard about it enough, and then you guys are like, yep. Read it for this chap this episode. I'm like, all right. You know. Yeah. But like you expect it to be, and with Georgie's attitude, like it's kind of rom com y, you know, yes. with mm-hmm. like so, her attitude. So then you don't expect that. Like if it's yes. a dark yeah. romance, like I've read some fucking dark romance, you know, and people die and terrible things happen and you expect it. But like you don't you don't necessarily go into this. And I guess because it opens with like the Fucking assault and like really terrible things. So, I guess maybe at that point you're like, okay, well, I guess shit's not right. really cool, you know? So, maybe that's like, but it was still like there's the big juxtaposition between like her attitude and then like some of that shit that happens. And then pepper into like some like terrifying monsters, like the fucking fish with oh, the yeah. things on <laughs> their face that like try to bite. I'm like, there's like sometimes I'm like, I shouldn't be scared. Like, there's like scary <laughs> scenes in this fucking book. What the hell?
0: Every corner there's a predator. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, like it's a it's for for being like a wholesome anti capitalist haven. Everything is trying to kill you. Yeah, but see that not even the first one. Oh like, yes, you're like, right. You're like, right. Old like like old grandfather pterodactyl. Oh, that's right. That's it's, right. A whole, oh my it's a whole thing. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) would love to see by the way but like safely
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah no oh my god but see i think i don't know in that that kind of stuff to me is very like rompy space like i want there to be monsters that might kill me oh there has Um, to be right but i think that's a very different danger than this sort of danger that people like you're saying like like we're talking before the do face in real life you know and that's not what i want to read that's not what i signed up for but I also think when you take a look at similar books in this genre of like self pub alien romance there's a lot of cws like it's a it's a, honestly i will not pick up i won't just go on ku and pick up one of these books because like there's a lot of really rough stuff um which is unfortunate and i think people won't know necessarily that hear about it like on tiktok or whatever
0: right 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 hmm. um okay let's talk about what other story parts what story elements are we missing we didn't really do this in a chronological way which is yeah, I want
1: to bring up. I want to bring up how bad these women are at charades. Like they have never. They're so bad. They're so bad. They're so bad at talking to someone who doesn't speak English. They will like use metaphors. They're going on and on. Right, right. Like, they're just like none. No one has played cranium in their entire life. Um, and I just think I would do really well. Like I would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be crushing it on Ice Planet. Um, that, that's what I want to say. <laughs>
0: Um, That's not a plot point. But yeah. Would you pass out when they put the symbi- symbiote in you, the Quee? Oh, uh, oh, I'd maybe? have a hard time with that. Wait, because they, they cut the back of their necks. Is well, everyone passes neck? out. Everyone passes okay, out. Okay, okay. Is that what it is? Is that the lore of this? <laughs> I yeah, would, they, they
1: cut their neck,
0: uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. the wormy
1: goes inside. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like they had to make it a fucking worm. Like that's the thing. We're like, this is the sort of stuff that like, just like, oh, squee. I can't deal with it. Like, I I'm so squeamish. Would which is like, it's, and I, I don't mind violence, I don't mind gore, I read and watch some like terrible shit. But like the idea of like a worm crawling into your body, oh my god, I can't right. <laughs>
1: it's, it's body horror. Here's, like, it that's is. specifically what it is. The question,
0: uh. is love a parasite? <laughs> <laughs> I mean literally in sometimes those yeah. <laughs> Cause then it forces you to get pregnant and stay with this person for the rest of your life and you didn't really have a choice, right? They kind of yeah. They kind of mask I mean, it like I, I would you do.
1: Say I, that feels more like is like heteronormativity a parasite? Which like yes,
0: maybe. yes, good, well, <laughs> yeah. good point. good point. Yeah. Good point. And yes, um, yeah. But they do fall in love, and I, I know. I think we're doing more literary analysis here than anything else. But like, I, like love for Ice Planet runs deep, right? Like it really does. And I think part of the reason why is because uh, there's so much of it, and I think, mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of levity to it.
2: And I like too that in the first book and obviously I haven't read the other ones but like the other ones the women all have this queen, queen, whatever it is that's we, like inside yeah. them yeah we, like we, they, we. All, they all have this so I guess I don't know how that resonance works for them going back and forth between them and like the 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 men, but Georgie falls for him without having that, and like, and I think that, mm-hmm. that that's kind of nice because it's like right. she j- chooses yeah. to have this. So as far as you're talking to like having that choice, and so this comes mm-hmm. back to like when we're not in the romance world, like yeah, it's kind of fucked if like something inside you's like, hey, this is your guy, and like, but I guess if it chooses wisely and you're happy, then like okay, but but that too is again the beauty too of many romance.
0: philosophical questions yeah. there. If it chooses I, for you, but it's right. Is it okay? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs>
1: But <laughs> I also think like, um, well, first of all, okay. So so Georgie falls in love with Vectal without ever having gotten the cooey till right. like, the very end. But I think one is like, he's so devoted to her and he's so kind and so caring. And I think like that matters, right? Like if someone's going to be like that to you, like, I mean, I think that's in general, that's how all of these men are, even the ones that suck, right? They like get on board and they're caretakers. Yeah. And I think that's that's also I think something I've heard people talking about is like a trend in romance of like men being caretakers and like that that's a space that people want to exist in. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in SJ, if you keep reading, you'll see later in the series some of these people are not pleased about resonance and they do not <laughs> give into residence right away. And I think she plays with faded mates in a really interesting way because it's like yeah they're faded but they hate each other. You know that's what that's book two like they hate
0: each other and like they still have to fall in love
1: even though they're also like relentlessly horny Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes imagine imagine the tension of that well this is
2: like, I mean it's enemies to lovers it's a rejected mate like it's all these tropes that I fucking love and people eat that shit up so like it doesn't surprise me I mean and you would have to have yeah. some of that because some people just aren't happy and even too like you have like all the women that were like the original ones that had been abducted that were in like the tubes that just woke up to be like hey we're getting this worm in our neck today
0: more, like, more of that too that's another one of the like um, the stakes that are just simmering in the background because you're like what about these women who haven't woken up yet like she like yeah. maybe just plants all these little bombs everywhere that you know are going to go off at any time um, I want to mention one thing this is a spoiler for the third book with Ihaku where um, huge spoiler where um, Kira thinks that she can't have babies and mm. so she's and she is worried about being rejected from the tribe because of that which is a very real feeling for a a lot of people in in the world, right? Like, not having yeah. babies. Will I be rejected from the world because I'm expected to do this thing? Um, and what I loved that Ruby did, even though ultimately, of course, she does end up having a baby, but <laughs> what she does Delia is magic, that, Yeah, I yeah, like, chooses her regardless. It's not even a question for him. And then when he tells his mother, she's like, a resonance. And he's like, no, not a resonance. He called it something else, and I can't remember what. And she goes, even better. And I was like, mm-hmm. I sobbed. When I was yes. tears just flowing. Oh, I that now that you're talking about
1: yeah. all in this whole
0: book, yeah. in the third book, I absolutely sobbed. Yeah. Which is why it was my favorite book because there was something so touching about them. It was a little less heteronormative, honestly, because there was yeah. there was different stakes involved and, and also just accepting somebody who might in this world this might be considered a disability, even or I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's like so much of their um existence hinges on this. But yeah, I thought that was um, a nice evolution into like different conversations about Ice Planet although after 26 books I don't know they probably had a lot of different conversations at this point however many books there are so many
1: some successful some less (laughs) successful but Ruby is always going to try to have that
0: I mean gotta hand it to her and I don't know what was she writing I see she didn't come into existence for me until like a couple years ago she has been writing like she's been on this path
1: yeah so so she has so she She's actually an author outside of Ruby Dixon. Ruby Dixon is right. one of her pen names. She has other, like, trad pub, like, kind of Harlequin-style books that ah. um, she's, like, not public about on any of that. Um, they're not actually mm-hmm. Harlequin books, but just, like, that kind of right. thing. Um, however, um, under Ruby Dixon, I don't know if it started with Ice Planet Barbarians, but you can also – she has she has a backlist of, like, some motorcycle gang ones that are, ah, like – that's true. Shut up. Shut Shut up. up. Her, her's, I mean, you should try to read I it. Can't, I can't do my
0: motorcycle also, okay I she, love it's, it
1: um hers are there's something special um they're also I think or those maybe they're also shifter book I don't even know I don't even
2: better y- <laughs> yeah be there, there
1: is some but I do feel like Ice Planet if that wasn't her first it was basically her like it, it right. I think launched something totally different that's um, why as know, a writer yeah.
0: as a writer quality over quantity um no quantity over quality I swear to god I swear to fucking god Keep going.
1: Ruby is peak quantity yes. over quality <laughs> but
0: then the quality it just happens you know what I mean like and yeah Yeah. you don't get maybe you don't make 100% all everything but um the contribution to the community is unfair true. so this
2: this too and this was a a conversation I had with with Kat beforehand because I'm like you know it's like I don't know if I'm gonna love the book or whatever you know before I read it but it's also the favors that these sort of wildfire series do for romance as a genre so it's like love it or hate it Ice Planet Barbarians blew the fuck up and it has brought, out of curiosity only, people have come to read romance. And they'll read it and then they might find something they like. And then, you know, when you go on to Amazon, it's like, you like this, you might also like this, you might this, you know? So like, there's a lot of people that have never read romance before. Same goes for Fifty Shades, which problematic as shit. But like, it brought people to romance. People read it just out of fucking curiosity because they've never read a romance book before. So like, these books that blow up that like, as authors, obviously, we get jealous because we're like, that would be really cool to have your book like, just blow up like crazy. Like, I think I would have do.
1: a full panic attack.
2: But yeah. Be- <laughs> panic attack to have you know bank
1: account would be really sad you
2: can have right. a
0: panic attack all the way to the bank right. no <laughs> yeah.
2: shit like just I mean the amount of money these people are rolling in is insane like just insane but like but it does a favor again for the genre as a whole because it's like you know like the more is more cat that we said on the last episode and like you know it's like the rising tide rises all boats whatever you want to say but like it just brings mm-hmm. people to the genre because romance still has a lot of people talking shit about it you know but it's Like, all we need to do is suck them in because once you come into this (laughs) world, you don't fucking leave, you know? So, like, if nothing else, it has brought new readers to the genre out of curiosity who have then found other books to read. So,
0: not me, yeah, not me pawning off like a million romance books to the two very like hetero men that were staying in my house this weekend, just telling them everything. And they're oh, like, we were I well, it. I don't oh, I won't read this. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, don't read it, just have it. Yeah. <laughs> Just stay with it a while.
1: No, but I, I think that's so, I think for so many reasons, I think the series has done work for the romance community. And I think SJ, what you're saying is so real. of Just like bringing readers in. I think breeder br- breeder. Yeah, yes, <laughs> but bringing people into the self hub space, yeah. right? Like bringing trad pub readers into this space. Like what is self pub doing that trad pub isn't doing yet? Right. Like they want to get on board, right? Like clearly the, the people's desires are larger than what trad Pub is currently offering um and also you know like I think I think about this a lot of like what is a good book what is a quote-unquote five-star read are any of these five-star reads I think book two is people will come for me about that I think, think think I think book three I
0: think book three
1: fair 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 I think I think some some of those earlier books are solid solid romances yeah. but I think even the ones that aren't like I can read like a book that I was like Ruby we're like did you write this in 48 hours while like drinking white claw, like <laughs> I mean, I yes, but but that thing is even when it's not five stars for me. Like I read these books, I think like a lot of people at the very beginning of the pandemic um, when I was like, by earth, this fucking sucks. And I think just the like sheer comfort that some of these series are like joy or levity because they're ridiculous bring. It's like, yeah, like that's, that's what I want. Like every book can't be this like book that makes you feel every feeling ever and like knock out of the ballpark, Kirkus review, whatever. And I don't want it to be. I don't have the emotional space for that every day. And like I'm thankful for authors like Ruby, where I just like putting putting the wild shit out there.
2: Well, I mean, talk about pure escapism, right? Like, mm. I mean, so many people read romance for that reason to escape. Especially like yeah. you said, like with the pandemic, like people, a lot of people we talk to too, they're like, I've been so fucking depressed. Like, romance has brought me out of it. So it's like, you know you're getting that HEA. So even with like the fucked up shit that goes on in, in book one, you know, like you know you're getting an HEA. She's still happy. And it's like you say, too, like, fuck Earth, like, it's pure escape, like, you're escaping <laughs> even the planet in this situation, which is fabulous, because what a trash fire. Who doesn't are. want
0: to? Well, yeah, wait, I'll, I'm gonna say one thing. Yes, to to put a moral a moralized spin on this episode. Yes, we all want to escape the planet, but um, we should all actually want to stick it out here and create our own ice planet instead of um, living in some Elon Musk like Mars version, like where we where we colonize Mars, right? Just say, just putting it out there.
1: No. That's 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 very fair. I mean I'm I'm here, I'm ready to to buy like my, my own big plot of land and have everyone come and live out our own our own naha fantasies by the fire, drinking shrimp tea, just getting regular coffee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You, heard you know it here what, if we can find some of these guys to come here when global warming wipes us, you know, you know, the climate will change, it'll turn into that ice age again. We can have that. If they can come and help us yeah. out, that's great. Let's do that. That's true. I mean,
1: I I would not turn down, right? Like having a bunch of these like strapping lads who are like really into conolingus, like as a religion. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down.
2: <laughs> For real though. Yeah, I'm not, a, not gonna <laughs> argue.
0: um are we so we're like an hour in do we want to talk about any other things that you think we haven't discussed i feel like we went pretty deep on this one i feel like we've covered a lot of this book you should read it people should read it
2: we
1: we definitely did i i like to think about and maybe i would want to hear like how do you think you do on not terrible like like would you if you if like if it was an option like abduct me okay where like like give me give me like pros and cons like like you could red pillar blue pill you could get abducted to not Hoth. skip all the trauma in right. and, and transit
0: where are we all gonna answer um, this? are you going yeah i have a start to this so this is who i am this is my place on not Hoth. Um, I have a barbarian ice planet, barbarian man who does everything for me. I am (laughs) a brat. Um, (laughs) I will read stories to little kids occasionally if I feel like it. Um, I will gossip a lot and I will make tea for people on occasion if I'm feeling generous and I will certainly sit around the fire and talk, but I am not doing anything more than that. And everyone's accepting me for that. I love it. That's great.
2: I'm here for it. I I love it. I would 100% take the pill. I'm assuming it's the blue pill that takes us to the blue guys. I mean, obviously, right, wait. assuming I don't have the actual people <laughs> on Earth that I love that I would miss and sadness right. and whatever, but, right. like, pretend I'm alone and, right, and I'm still 22, I guess. Like all the heroines yes.
1: right. the first, the first, the first, like, whole, like, gen um, right. are all traumatized, have no family, living alone. They got no one to leave. They got they no got one. No, perfect. Got no then you're perfect. No
2: yeah, one. I would totally yeah. go. I also, I live in Minnesota. We have several solid weeks of negative 50 degree weather here every winter. I be fucking fine. I literally don't see any problem with the Ice Planet. Like, I would want my clothes. Give me the boots I wear, my jacket. Like, I'm fine. You want the boots with the
0: fur? Apple-bottom jeans? Because that's what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, you can yeah. probably have
1: fashion some jeans, but if you're in the Rubyverse, you will not have underwear. Finges. That's classic. I thought
0: they did have leather. It's Someone made a bra, like a bando. Someone made a bra. I, I
1: I think they make leather underwear jokes, but I don't think they mm. actually wear underwear. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a common theme. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the lack of, I, don't know, I would say like a breathable, your pH is going to be really fucked. That's a good that?
2: point. <laughs> I mean, oh. whatever, if you don't mind, I don't mind. we're fine. What's your role you
0: What's your role on Ice Planet?
2: Well, I guess I didn't get far enough to understand I don't know if there's uh, extra yeah. things here, but True. I'm here for I'm here for the tea. I like to cook, I can be like if I can gossip and cook and chat and like I'd be happy to do food, I'm not gonna be a healer, I don't like gross things <laughs> um. I'd be okay. I mean, this might be super insensitive. I'd be okay being the infertile one and not having children. That would be my role. I'd be happy with that position if I could do that. And just like, like- I
0: said, I am baby. You know, <laughs> I, I am baby. <laughs>
2: I'll help with other people's kids like for a few hours during the day and then I'm just gonna go fuck my guy later. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: I'm gonna have my own private cave. It. Thank you very much. Ellie, mm-hmm. <laughs> what what's your what are you doing on huh Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I've thought about it. Yeah. I've thought about it. I got a whole plan. First of all, I mean if there's like no one I love and care about on earth, right? No one I'm leaving behind,
0: I'm going. I'm <laughs> yeah, gone.
2: Right. Get me out
1: of here. Never pay taxes again. Uh That's right. <laughs> grand, grand, uh and yeah, I well I think I would have I think I would have cho- Two jobs. First of all, I would like to learn how to hunt. Wow, I feel here we like go. I, I feel like this is the thing is I don't I don't hunt in real life, but I I picture myself as being a badass. Um, you know, like you like Liz Book Two. You'll you'll meet her SJ if you if you read on. She's like got her bow and arrow. She's like trekking, and like in my mind, that's me. In reality, it might not be. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm not hot.
0: Maybe I'm not hot. <laughs> maybe i
1: not half. You can be anything you want to be. That's right. Not but you, you really can. Um, and I also think like. Like, I'd be the entertainment, like camp stories. Yes. Like I'm out here giving you Lion King. I'm giving you Titanic. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> <laughs> legends of the campfire stories. Like I've consumed enough media to entertain this whole place for ages. Yes. Um, so I think I think that maybe those are those are my two two roles. I feel like. But see, I, th- I think I would want to want to do stuff.
0: You would want to be yeah. active, and I'd uh, want to
1: be active, right? Um, especially if there's like no books. I can and disassociate into.
0: Yeah. Do you know what um, I would want to be? I would want to be like a menace. I would want to be like Socrates was like in the... <laughs> Just walking around bothering people with philosophical questions and just everyone's like oh no here she comes again but you're like but they're again. all too nice but they're all too nice on not off. and like my guy is of course like the top guy so he's like if you're not if you don't fucking play her game then i'm gonna like kick you i'm gonna banish you that's my yeah. role everybody this was I such a great the question
2: cave, the cave that doesn't have cat in it i'm gonna go to a different fucking cave than her <laughs>
0: you don't you don't get to do that my my guy has said you must stay with me in fact now we God, are best I'm, friends
1: I'm concerned I'm honestly concerned about what being on Nahhawk would do to you like I feel like you would become like full villain
0: it, it would do nothing nothing different to me than my current life that I currently live <laughs> <laughs> Here you are witnessing my villain origin story, as per usual, on this podcast. I love it. No, uh, that was a, a great question. I really love it. Uh, honestly, too, I am still thinking about that. I don't know that I have... I really do think that is what I would be like, just a menace and a, and a baby. So, Honestly, a
1: lot of these people are. <laughs> like, there's not... Like that's not new for, for the abductees. You're right. You're right. Ice, Main character.
0: Not
1: yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. All
0: right. So, wow, we really did it. I think we did the thing. We, we, did. Yeah, we, we really, um, we heated up the ice planet. So as we are want to do any last words anyone wants to add on. I think the question was a good one, but anything else? That was great. I'm nothing. All right. Let's get into the closeout. Um, if you liked this and you like podcasts and you like us, you can find us at Tall, Dark, and Fictional. That's Tall, Dark, Fictional on Instagram with no and. And you can find us on other platforms at TDFod, where SJ will someday, someday post some content, but someday. not today. Not today. <laughs> today we is are not doing the day. Poorly. <laughs> uh, but you can still follow us there and we may put some stuff. Uh, you can find me. I'm Cat at Catwin Author at C-I-T-W-Y-N-N. Uh, on most platforms. Ellie, where can we find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me um, running my mouth on Instagram at bisexual underscore book nerd. And you can also find me on Twitter at at Ellie May author because I have no brand synergy. So um, (laughs) come come check me out. Me and my like 10 followers on Twitter. I'm recent. I'm recent to the Twitter sphere, um, but it also scares me. So just come mostly come for Instagram. Just be nice. Failure.
0: Be nice on Twitter. Look, I am a Twitter failure. Every time I tweet something, crickets. And I'm like, I know people are seeing this. Oh, no.
1: See, I, I feel like I'm tweeting into the void. Oh, um. well, I try to
0: like, I haven't been on in a long time. But I try to, to be fair, I haven't same. tweeted in a while.
1: I've been I've been on Twitter.
0: So come on, people. Like, be nice to us on Twitter. It's really hard. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> These are my complaints. <laughs> See, this is why I would be the way I would, it would be on not hot, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, you can't be mean <laughs> to me. Um, And then also, do you want to plug your novellas? Yeah. Morris? Um. Yeah. So if you want to check
1: out any of my writing, um, I have the Naughty List, which is a Santa Claus novella, and I have the Witch's Wolves, which is a poly not shifter just monster uh novella. And I also so I'm currently in the process of putting my old Patreon stories together and adding a new one and putting it in anthology of like short steamy stories. So that's not out yet, but um the the Lord willing will be um, <laughs> if I can just make myself type words. So hopefully that will be out fairly soon.
2: So
0: you can look exciting. forward
2: to that.
0: And SJ, yeah. where can we find you?
2: sjtilly.com is the easiest way to get links to all my stuff but I'm on Instagram a disgusting amount of time every day so Sjtilly author, find me there I'm always there I'm always posting weird shit in my stories
0: and having a good time so yeah there we go yes so definitely check out Ellie check out SJ and check out me I guess I'm here too and um, as always again Ellie thank you thank you for coming pleasure right to on. be here yeah. Yay. <laughs> and then and we know we dropped it. some music that's fun Stop it. I, ten. I remember so so bright then.
2: I was really trying not to cry there. I was really hugging you goodbye then. You can remind me when I'm dead. Play the shit and listen to what I said Talking to me like it's all in my head. I don't want